morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with a new devotional in the Bible app titled Seeking Wisdom. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with a devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6, and it says this, For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. The devotional is titled Wisdom Seekers, and it says this, Wisdom is a cherished commodity. People are drawn to wisdom. It is attractive and winsome. Wisdom represents a word from the Lord, so its value is enormous. Wisdom is one reason we attend church, listen to good Bible teaching, and engage with older mentors. Wisdom has to be sought out and asked for. It doesn't come naturally. It's a gift from God. Wisdom is precious and extremely valuable. It is a gift that protects you from the decisions that could haunt you for a lifetime and gives you the confidence to carry on or stop. Wisdom is a weapon God wields on behalf of his warriors. Wisdom cuts through confusion and replaces it with clarity. It distills decisions into sin. It distills decisions into a sequence of small successes. It warns of impending danger. The wise, however, are not immune to sin. A wise man or woman still needs accountability, maybe more so. Indeed, the wise are susceptible to pride. A wise heart intermingled with pride thinks it can rise above the rules. It can be so subtle in the beginning, but its inner convictions begin to rot like a termite-infested foundation. If pride is not kept in check, it will convert wisdom into cockiness. Sad is the state of a once-wise leader who allowed pride to water down his fear of God. Wisdom is God's gift to carry out his kingdom initiatives. If spent on oneself, it becomes self-serving. That's good. So seek out the truly wise, whose top priority is God. A mutated wisdom suffers from spiritual malpractice, but a pure strand of wisdom gives spiritual life. It is wisdom, coupled with humility and obedience to God, that propels us to finish well. Authentic wisdom is appropriate in all situations, Search for it in the Bible, books, people, circumstances, film, life experiences, and creation. Once you find it, don't take it for granted. Thank God for wise outcomes. Use it for His glory and His purposes. Allow wisdom to humble you rather than give you a sense of superiority. We are all seekers of God's wisdom. We will seek it until we get to heaven. Wisdom is active, alive, and always in need of a fresh infusion from God. Use prayer as a bridge to the wisdom of God. Ask Him often for His perspective and His heart on the matter. Allow wisdom to draw you closer to your Heavenly Father in worship and dependence on Him. Dedicate often your wise intentions to Him. Keep your Heavenly Father as your filter for wise decision-making. Be a generous dispenser of wisdom to others. Make time for people to get to know your heart and understand the life lessons God has forged into your faith. We all have wisdom we can offer to others. Carve out time to just listen to another's experiences. Their top-of-mind issues need attention. 
be available to listen patiently with understanding and then in humility offer options for their consideration. Wisdom is polite. It gives answers to all when asked in a spirit of grace as a fellow wisdom seeker. Seek wisdom and give wisdom. Wisdom motivated by humble submission to God. Yeah, there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. A lot so to unpack. <clears throat> As you're sharing, I was taking like little mental notes of things I want to unpack. But yeah. after like the fifth paragraph, I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm forgetting everything. But I think there's one key theme here. And that's that wisdom has to be paired with humility. Yeah. And wisdom should should propel us into the all of God, mm-hmm. not into I know better than God. Right. And you see it even in like scientific discovery. Right. There are scientists who will make a big discovery and then that leads them to say, I know better than God or God does not exist. Mm-hmm. And then there are scientists say like Isaac Newton, for example, that discover a new whatever scientific discovery and they say oh wow what a magnificent god there is and so this has to be coupled with humility because i've seen it in my life i've seen it in my friend's life you see it everywhere where it's like even when it comes to like say the topic of dating it's like okay i you know if you're single and you really want good tips for dating go watch these channels listen to this podcast do this thing go get counseling then you start to feel like you're almost owed a spouse because of all the hard work that you're putting in to try and earn one. But that's not humility. That's saying I did what I need to do. Now, where are they? Like, like yeah. you're trying to earn it. You're trying to, you're trying to demand it. Mm-hmm. And that's where pride can rear itself up. Cause I know a lot of the people that are listening are actually everyone who's listening is not someone who actively wants to live in pride. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to live in pride. Am I prideful? Absolutely. And so I just like, we all need to have those checks and balances to make sure that when we are doing good in our jobs, mm-hmm. praise God, yeah. when we're not doing the best in our jobs, God, please help me right now. Yeah. You know, but what happens is, is it can seep into our relationships, our work life, everywhere, mm-hmm. our friends. If you have really cool friends, you're like, you know, you start to think more highly of yourself and that humility slowly starts to creep out where you're no longer approaching a situation of how can I serve either these people or the situation? And it starts to become like, how can I be served in this situation yeah. or by these people? Yeah, babe, that's so good. And I just want to read a couple verses from the verse that you were reading just right before it. It's Proverbs 2. It says, My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure— then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. And I just love it. It's saying like, as you seek out wisdom, as you look for wisdom, as you ask God for wisdom, you will be given wisdom. And so what do we do once we have that wisdom? Are we using that wisdom to puff ourselves up, to be prideful, to show others how much we quote unquote know? Or are we using that wisdom to build his kingdom, to build up others, to help them in situations that they're going through? I know as we were praying over Micah and specifically this is actually a funny story I was praying over Micah before we even knew if he was a boy or a girl and I remember praying because I'm like he's the oldest sibling like I want him Mm -hmm. to walk in wisdom like I want him to to be the the sibling that his other siblings like come to and ask questions and all of things and as I was writing this down and I said but with 
humility, but be a leader with humility. Your wisdom should lead you to fear of the Lord as we learn more about God, as we learn more about the things of his heart. The only thing it should lead more to is exalting him, not exalting ourselves. Yeah. And it makes me think of King Solomon. If God were to give you one wish, right? Like one wish, just just think about it right now. What would you wish for? Would it be for all the wisdom like he asked for? Like, what would it be? For and and be honest with yourself. Don't like you know like world peace. You know, like, be honest. If that's it, then great. But like, be honest and maybe use that as a journal prompt, and then start to discuss with yourself and ask God to have the Holy Spirit speak into you mm-hmm. why you want that so bad. Yeah. Because one of the great things about wisdom is it can be used for so much more than just the immediate desires. Mm-hmm. So if you ask for wisdom, it can be applied to healthy relationships. It can be applied to good business decisions. It can be applied to how to help someone out of a hardship. Mm-hmm. It can really be used for so many things. Yeah. But, you know, in the circle I run in, we don't really talk about wisdom. We all love a good mentor. Don't get me wrong. We all love a good mentor, right? But that's just like hoping just to cherry pick the wisdom that they've learned the hard way mm-hmm. and hopes that we can apply it to a direct situation that we're in versus mm-hmm. just us genuinely seeking wisdom to have wisdom. Yeah. But we're just trying to use that wisdom for something, which is also like not the worst thing ever. But yeah, so I think that's just something to really think about. If like, if God was going to give you one thing and you could say to him like, like, God, I want this, what would it be and yeah. why? And start to maybe unpack that. And where does that lead? Because one of the best things about wisdom is that it can be used as a great way to serve all of God's kingdom. Yeah, that's so good. Want to pray that out? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this devotional. Lord, we come to you today and we ask for your wisdom. Lord, wisdom that is specific to our circumstances, our circle, Father, but also just wisdom about who you are. Father, we want to deepen our knowledge of you. We want to magnify you more and more. We want to be wise women and men of faith, Father. Would you just teach us? Would you reveal things to us, Father? Would you lean in closer as we dive into your word and resources about who you are, Father, we want to be beacons of light here on earth, Father. So would you use us to build your kingdom? Would you use us to encourage your children? Would you use us um, in our families and in our businesses, Father? Would you grant us your wisdom, but remind us to do all things in the humility that only comes from you? Father, would you help us walk in this? In Jesus' name. Amen, God. Amen, God. Uh, I actually have one more thing I want to say. I forgot about this when I was sharing about why we should seek wisdom, but I read this book called The Richest Man in Babylon, and I just, this is another kind of maybe a potential journal prompt, but this is where it came from. Basically, there's this person who was questioned with, if I were to offer you like a million dollars worth of this type of money or a million dollars worth of wisdom right now, what would you take? And the moral of the story is, is that there's so much more that can come from the million dollars worth of wisdom. Right. But so many of us are like, what am I going to do with all that? Well, it's because we're not thinking bigger. We're not thinking right. outside of it. We're only thinking about sometimes our immediate needs, which is the thing that we want right now. And so right. that's just something I want to share. So good. Well, now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal and consider journaling about those prompts while you press into the Lord. Yes. And y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Sayonara. Thank you.